The title of this podcast is "It's been like two years since I ran out of shows to watch on Netflix." This could be a, of a problem for avid movie watchers, but if you are not, this is not a problem for you. It's been not so easy to replace watching movies with reading books. I think I'm sort of hooked on watching a movie picture. Or, I'm sorry. Let me say that again. I think I am sort of hooked on watching a moving picture with a sound. I had to say like that to. I had to say like that to distinguish from just the picture or just the sound. It has to use my eye as well as ears. But if you ask me, which of those make me calmer? And、uh, more of a thinker, I would say reading books. Okay, I'm writing this a few days after I started this episode of the podcast. I have to say, book reading has not been has been not easy, but I've been trying. One book I am reading at the moment, I can skim it pretty fast, but I am not really learning. Useful to me. The other book I am re- reading, I can't read fast, but because, okay, the other book I'm reading, I can't read fast because the words and the way it's written is not easy to read. But I am learning something. Regardless, I think for me, reading anything helps as long as grammatically written. About watching other people's YouTube vlogs, I've hit the cap. It's less exciting. It's more of the same, the kitchen scene, how they make food. But now that I think of it, that's. But now that I think of this, that is essential things. Though those things are essential things. That define what we do, but the bottom line is I've seen enough. I still watch it, but it's boring. Also, big time, big budget, doing things like sending a dog across the the ocean using fifty thousands ball balloons. I don't click on YouTube videos like that anymore. I've I liked watching those videos before, but. I've seen enough, and I I don't get the same excitement as I used to. Okay, so this part I'm writing a couple of days after. I've been trying to read books instead of watching videos. I gotta say it's not easy. I've been trying to read again and again. I think it's my like fifth time trying. The book is called. The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay. Every page, I probably have to look up words on Google Dictionary about five times. The best part about finding these new words is when the new word has no close synonym. Synonym. S Y N O Y N Y M S synonyms. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Anyways, 
Um, yeah, so the best part about finding these new words is when the new word has no close synonyms and doesn't have a direct replacement. Another best part is when the new word gives you a feeling that you didn't know it has existed. S-E-H-N-S-U-C-H-T. I don't know how to say this in uh, English, but maybe sen-sucked. I don't know, sen-sucked is one such word. On Google, it says it means thoughts and feelings about multiple aspects of life that are unfinished or imperfect, combined with a desire for ideal alternative experiences. And there is this other word I learned while trying to find words to describe sen-sucked. S-E-H-N-S-U-C-H-T. Sorry. That is wistful. Wistful, W-I-S-T-F-U-L. The Google definition of it is having or showing a feeling of vague or regretful longing. And I was thinking, how does a person long something or someone regretfully? Now that I think of it, I kind of know why. When I say longing for old days, I don't have to say wistful longing for old days. The word longing, longing for me already has wistfulness included. Think about it when you say you long for old days. Regretfulness is already felt by the word old. Maybe I'm wrong and the word longing doesn't include regretfulness. Regret, regretfulness, okay. Let me give some different examples of what I'm trying to say. I'm going to make up a word that should give you a feeling that you didn't know has existed. Okay, bored excited. Not to be confused with bored but excited. Okay, it's kind of close, but um, uh, okay, so this bored excited, this this word, B-O-R-E-D hyphen E-X-C-I-T-E-D. Okay, you, you get the point. Um, okay, it's kind of close, but they are too uh, contradicting in the total opposite direction. Calmly horrified. Calmly hyphenated. Calmly hyphen horrified. Okay, that's crazy. Almost psychotic and scary. Let's do a different one. Okay, I think I have something good. Uh, Start of the quotation. I I guess I... All right, let let me just say it, okay? Laugh hyphen precisely. So yeah, laugh precisely. Okay. I think only actors or actress might possibly think something like this or someone in a high tension, high stake business meeting. Even then, you wouldn't use the word precisely with the word laughing. 
in English language. Okay, let's do just one more. I want to go somewhere, somewhere with this. Okay, I can't. I can't think of the word right now. But the good word I'm trying to make here is something that is not totally contradicting each other and something that something you would normally not put those two together in the same space. Okay, I made up a word kind of like sen 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 sucked s e h n s u c h t. This new made up word by me should contain goodbying almost like hand waving back to the object so grateful tear dropping almost thanking the object or or the person because it's not coming back let's say this object was a potentially earth ending asteroid that was in the news for a while and has made everyone feel devastated something like that okay I think that's more than enough for one episode. Thank you guys for listening to me babbling about things. Peace.